Welcome to Disney Minus Reverse Rebirth. Never gonna get used to saying that. Anyway, the um, Disney Minus Companion <laughs> Podcast, where I am dragging Cat through the Kingdom Hearts series. I'm the dealer in your poker game of madness. Uh, my name is Steven. I'm Cat, and I stand by what I said. Riku is a little shit bitch. You're mean. You're very mean to my son. <laughs> I don't know why you do these things. I stand by what I said. I know you do. <laughs> so, yeah, well, that'll, that statement will hopefully make sense if we actually get to it. Before we start the new stuff, um, this is the second episode for Chain of Memories. So, Kat, do you remember what we talked about last time? It's a really complicated Yu-Gi-Oh! game. Also that. That's pretty much my main takeaway. I mean... It's like, it, Riku is still gone, and... There's a really mysterious hooded figure that we're not entirely sure who he is yet. Yeah. Uh, he's literally like frisbeeing cards at Sora that they have to <laughs> use. I know there's like power-ups and shit, and it's just really... I played Pokemon tournament games that were less complicated than this. Yeah, that's that's fair. The game mechanics we're going to set aside for this because... Yeah. Um, but yeah, we're in a place called Castle Oblivion. We've seen a couple brief glimpses of a mysterious blonde girl drawing stuff. Um, Sora, Donald, and Goofy are slowly forgetting things as they go through. Um, I thought that we were going to see the mysterious stranger's face this episode, but I guess it's later into the game than I remembered uh, that we actually oh, wait, see his shit, face I gotta and start get his timer. name. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, don't start that yet. Yeah. Hang on just a second. Or... <laughs> We're doing an hour and 30 still? Yes. Okay, just started. Okay, cool. Um, oh, no, 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 don't, don't start yet. We're still on recap. Oh, hang on. Shit, shit, <laughs> shit. All right, pause. <laughs> I mean, we don't have a whole lot more to recap, but yeah, so they're forgetting stuff. Uh, they have been promised that as they forget, they will remember something important. So we're still not quite sure what that was. Um, did we get to the point that Sora was thinking he might have remembered another person? Uh when we left off. Did we get to why one of the blonde guys has like praying mantis hair? <laughs> Honestly, that's just I'm looking at the answer reports and I see like before the blonde chick, I see the dude that like, seriously, he's got some epic bug hair going on. No, Did we cover that? That's, that's Lark scene. Uh, we have met two other robed people. One of them with big red spiky hair named Axel. Uh, the other one is a girl named Lark scene who has most of her hair slicked back, except for, like, these two little hair antennas, which is kind of funny. Yeah, but... it's freaking praying mantis hair. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think that is pretty much everything. And let me grab my notes. There we go. I am ready when you are. Say so what now? You broke up again. Oh, I'm ready when you are. So go ahead and start the timer. Oh, okay. And starting. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, where we left off, uh, Sora was, you know, thinking about Kyrie, And then we had, like, a glimpse ever so briefly, of a mysterious blonde girl. I'm sure that means nothing. Everything's totally fine. Um, but we don't have time to worry about that because it's on to the fourth floor, which um, Sarah Lou Who, the Let's Player I'm watching, uh, did as Olympus Coliseum. I was not able to find a good picture of the title card for it, so instead here is just a map of that floor um, with the title card sort of down in the bottom it's like a Legend of Zelda dungeon. Honestly, all of these kind of do from if you look at the map because it is just a series of rooms. So it never actually sh the map never shows you the details of the rooms. 
just where they are in relation to each other. So, like, are the little card icons like where you can pick up various cards, or those are, if you remember, um, there are like three plot rooms in each uh, each floor. So you'll do the one with the little key shape first, then the heart shape, then the heartless symbol. So like those are where your actual cutscenes for that world happen. Oh, okay. Yeah, so like the map will kind of point them out so that you know where they are. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so we're doing uh, the, this floor is Olympus Coliseum. I almost said Castle Oblivion, <laughs> but that's the overall thing. Uh, they show up, and at this point, they've kind of quit worrying about, oh my god, what's going on? Stuff is so weird, blah, 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 kind of like how they were in Traverse Town. At this point, they're just rolling with it. Uh, Donald notices an announcement for uh, what is called the Olympus Coliseum Survival Cup, which is a tournament. Basically, they just, uh, they, uh, Germany reads off the rules and uh, basically says contenders have to run an obstacle course battling each other along the way. So basically, that's sort of this world's excuse for why you're running around fighting Heartless in between the cutscenes. Uh, Hercules, yeah. The sign the sign says Hercules is going to be competing. So Sora is like, "Oh hell yeah, tough opponent. We got to do it." <laughs> because he's <laughs> Sora anime. says YOLO. Yeah, I mean, fucking basically. Um, Jimmy points out that they have to do a preliminary course first, and Sora's like, oh, "I required other stuff. I don't wanna." <laughs> Can I just uh, say, the picture of the blonde chick that you posted in Anson Reports, Yeah, that really, the anatomy really bugs me. Oh, is her sprite bothering you? Wait, wait, uh, Larkseen or look the at, other girl? Trisha, look at how low these are compared to the rest of her torso. Oh, yeah. She got she got them long thighs. <laughs> no, she she ain't even dummy thick. <laughs> That's, uh, it's wrong. I, I swear in... In game, she looked, her model looks better than that. This was just like one picture that I found of her. So there's that, I guess. Um, I'll take your word for it for now. Eh, she's she's gonna be around a while, so you'll see more of her. Uh, so I get to rant about her more. Do what? Yeah, I mean, maybe. <laughs> so I get to rant about her more. Her and her maybe. stupid ass long legs. I'm sure you will probably. <laughs> Um, the cutscene switches over to her, uh, Hades now reading the board and getting mad about Hercules. Like, he's like, oh, the perfect hero. Yeah, oh, he's perfect, all right. Perfectly infuriating. And I'm like, ha-ha, jokes. And then Cloud comes up and is like, yeah, I know. That's why you hired me. And Hades is like, exactly. And Cloud's like, so you'll restore my lost memories if I do this for you, right? And Hades is like, totes. Spoiler alert, probably not. <laughs> I mean, you can guess from the first game that Cloud's being tricked here. But, you know, whatever. Um, Meh. Yeah. The uh, the next cutscene, or, yeah, yeah, yeah. The next scene is the gang meeting Phil. Um, he says, okay, fine, you guys can enter since you've com uh, completed the preliminary course, but you, there's no way you stand any chance of winning against Hercules. And they're like, dude, what? This is where he says two words: "You ain't heroes." And Sora's like, "That's not." And Sora's like, "That's not right." And Goofy's like, "Yeah, that was three words." Which, to be fair, he's right. Um, no, this is at this point. Her, uh, Phil doesn't want them to enter because he's like, "No, you guys aren't tough enough," or whatever. And Hercules is like, "Dude, literally nobody else got through the preliminaries. If you don't let them join, there will not be a games." And 
<laughs> and Phil's like, yeah, okay, that's a good point. Um, fine, you guys can enter. And since it's just the two of you, and he gets cut off because then Cloud walks up to be all moody, and he's like, no, I'm here too. And Phil's like, great, an extra person. So he reads, he gives them like the only three rules that there are in this thing. Uh, first one through the obstacle course wins. In the event of a tie, a battle will determine the winner. Uh, you can interfere with your opponents on the course. And rule four, I miscounted. All challengers have to give it everything they've got. So, you know, basically do your best and try to win. <laughs> eh. the, um, the the next cut scene has Cloud just hanging out. And the gang runs up and, no, and finds him. And Sora's like, oh, cool. Or no, Goofy's like, oh, cool. He was waiting on us to catch up. And it's like, dude, Goofy, no, he wasn't. Which, to be fair, Cloud even says that. He's like, I don't care about you guys. You go win your cup or whatever. I'm here to fight Hercules. And Sora's like, dude, are you sure about this? And he's like, yeah, man, this is all I've got going for me. And so Sora, right. and so Sora invoking the, what was it, third rule? Yeah, third rule, says, haha, well, you can interfere with, your, uh, with the other challengers, so guess what? I'm going to fight you. And so that's what happens, is Sora fights Cloud. The... <laughs> It goes exactly like you would expect, of course. Um, he has such a shit-eating grin in that picture. I know. <laughs> um, basically, uh, after the fight, cards. you get Cloud's card. It's not an enemy card. This is this is a summon card, kind of like Simba and Genie. So basically, if you play it, Cloud will like materialize, do a couple slashes, and then leave. Or you can stack his cards to make him like do more slashes, basically. Um... It's less useful in the PlayStation 2 version because he doesn't move, he just stands in one spot, and there's a lot more room for the Heartless to run around him. Whereas in the Game Boy version, like, you could just put him right in front of somebody and he would fuck him up. So, eh. But in the Game, in the game Boy version, I did really like having Cloud around. That, that was good. Um, where are we now? Hang on. Okay, yeah, beating Cloud. Uh Every time I see these screenshots, all I can hear is, like, 90s-era Pokemon battle music. You're not wrong, is the thing. Um, right? <laughs> yeah, so that it's so awkward trying to say, okay, this cutscene, then this cutscene, because, like, that is just the end of it. And then, like, you go do more heartless fighting, go to another room, and then here's the next cutscene. It's um, Her Cloud somewhere along the way caught up with Hercules. Uh, spoiler alert, he didn't beat Hercules either. Cloud is like down on the ground just panting. And Hercules is like, dude, give it up, okay? Come on. And Cloud's like, no way, I've still got some more strength left in me. And Hercules is like, are you fucking kidding me, dude? And this is when Hades gets tired of like waiting for the fight to end. So he shows up and basically tells Cloud that he's fired. And Cloud's like, but wait, my memories. And Sora's like, dude, what? And Hades is like, did you really think you could just get your lost memories back? Come on, man. And I mean, do you not know Hades? Right. <laughs> exactly. And so Sora's like, hey, I'm the good guy, and I'm going to stand up for him. And so, spoiler alert, boss fight against Hades. Um, Ooh, in... Hades is angry. Yeah. <laughs> In the PlayStation version, it's almost exactly like his fight from the I'm 80s sorry, cup. Sora's grin in the corner is killing me. I know, it's very that good to look at. That is such a shit-eating grin. It's so good. I love it. Um, like, yeah, you know, I'm facing now the Greek god of death, but I'm going to smirk while I do it. Right? Uh, but yeah, so they fight. 
Sora wins, obviously. You get Hades' uh, enemy card, which... Let's see what He looks is. so done. I know, right? That's Hades. Like, in a meta moment, you know, uh, Ashton from Fraud Office? Yeah. That's how I picture him looking half the time, because that guy just sounds <laughs> so <laughs> done with everything when you call him. Nice. Okay, yeah. Uh, Hades' enemy card, if you activate it, will boost the, tower, or the power it looks um, your, of your attack card. So, like, not your magic, just your Keyblade attack card. Uh, when you're low on HP gauge, or when, you're, when your health is low, you'll also be resistant to fire, but you'll be stunned by ice, which is what Hades himself was. If you use fire on him, it doesn't do anything, but if you hit him with ice, it'll stun him. Um, it was still, it was still See, I think stunner. that if you play the Hades card, it should just immolate everything. Uh, you would think. Um, there is going to be another enemy card later on that specifically boosts your fire magic, so there's that, I guess. Um, getting ahead of myself, I think. Okay, there we go, yeah. So, yeah, you have, you beat Hades. Uh, fine. Turns out the games are canceled because, as Phil says, two words. Everyone is pooped. And at this point, Goofy notices that Cloud is starting to, like, come around, and he apologizes and just tries to leave. But Sora's like, uh-uh, no, I'm the good guy. We're going to have a chat first. <laughs> like, no, you can't just leave. We've got to talk about our feelings. Um... <laughs> But Sora says, don't, you know, don't worry about what Hades said. If the memories that you lost are really that important, they're never, they can't be gone for good. So, like, sometimes even just the smallest thing will remind you and, like, they'll come flooding back. So, you know, don't, don't even worry about it. And Cloud's like, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Cloud is so, so, I've never played Final Fantasy VII, so I don't know how accurate this is. But in the Kingdom Hearts series, he's so, like, standoffish, he barely ever said anything. I mean, anything. I've never played Final Fantasy VII, but I've seen Advent Children. I've seen that for so, yeah, ago. He, you haven't seen Advent Children? I watched it once, but it was years ago, so I don't really remember. The only thing I do remember is that he had, like, eight different chambers in his motorcycle with all the pieces of his buster sword, and he would, like, slap them together. The first time I saw Advent Children was actually in an AMV that somebody did to a Within Temptation song, which was really good. That's beautiful. Right, they did it to the extended cut of What Have You Done. But then I actually went back and saw Advent Children, and yeah, he's he's pretty standoffish. Okay, yeah, here we go. Here's um, in Castle... I'll link in the video later. Cool, do so. Uh, in Castle Oblivion, like, after all of the, like, that whole cutscene wraps up, Sora's wondering, like, who that was, who the blonde girl was that he was seeing earlier when he was trying to think. So he's sitting there, like, trying to remember anything else about her, and I feel so bad for the boy because if you watch him thinking it's that thing where like you can tell someone's about to remember something and it's like right there on the tip of their tongue and Donald who gets who got tired of Sora just standing there yells right in his face with his horrible duck voice nice yeah and so Sora's like oh man I was I almost remembered (laughs) but we do get the briefest glimpse of said blonde girl drawing a uh, a picture of herself with Kyrie and Riku, and they're all holding hands. She even captured the epic anime hair. Yeah, I love it. In fairness, if you're using crayons, you can just go and just make some I lines. Mean, right. <laughs> um, but so then so we we get that real quick shot, and then it switches back over to Sora, who's like, "Hey, wait a minute! I remember there was another girl with us on the island." And, 
And Donald and Goofy are like, wait, really? This is the first time you've said anything about her. And he's like, yeah, it's been like coming back to me little by little. I, I guess I finally am starting to remember now that we're in here. So that's cool. Um, he, like, at this point, he doesn't really remember a ton, though. He kind of vaguely remembers there being another girl there. But then she just left, was just gone suddenly one day. And he never really understood why. He feels like he remembers crying about it when he was a little kid. And getting the sense that, like, the adults knew what was going on, but, like, couldn't really explain it because, again, he was a little kid. So, yeah, there's that, I guess. Um, <laughs> so, anyway, floor number five is Monstro. There's such fucking tonal whiplash in this game. I love this game, but it goes from serious Kingdom Hearts shit to running around in a Disney world, like, at the drop of a fucking hat. Oh, God. Okay. I mean, sounds about par for the course. Yeah, you're not wrong. There we go. I did get a title card for her. Find a picture of the title card for Monstro. That is the... At the same time, it's the least threatening and also the most terrifying Will Sprite I've ever seen. I know, seen. right? Because <laughs> um, well, first it's like, oh, yeah, it's just a little Will Sprite. It doesn't do anything. But then you look closer and you're like, Jesus, that mouth is big. I know, right? The mouth is like uh, his entire head. Um, this one, instead of it being, because remember in the first game, it was Angry like they were Beach. flying in space and Monster like showed up and ate them. In a, instead of it being that, they're just kind of suddenly in one of the rooms and being like, huh, well, this place is different. <laughs> and they even mm-hmm. noticed that like the, everything feels like kind of warm and this floor feels like spongy. And then an, an unknown voice off to the side is like, you guys should probably be more worried more worried than you are. And they're like, who's that mysterious stranger? And then it's Pinocchio. Everything's fine. <laughs> Pinocchio walks up and is like, hi. Um, but yeah, so he, Pinocchio <laughs> explains they're inside Monstro, a giant whale. No, I know what Monstro looks like now. A whale? No, seriously, the little sprite, it looks like a freaking xenomorph. Oh, oh, yeah, you know it does. He does, if you ignore the little eye that's, like, back by his armpit, it looks like a freaking face hugger. <laughs> okay, yeah, I can so see that. That's creepy. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Um, uh, but, yeah, so, Pinocchio explains, you know, we're inside Monstro, the giant whale. Um, he and Jiminy have, like, a brief reunion because it's been a while. Um... Jiminy asks if he's been good, and he's like, yeah, dude, I've been good. I haven't even been lying. And then his nose grows. <laughs> the little kid lied about lying. Because hey, um, clearly we didn't learn our lesson the first time around. I know, right? Uh, but they do ask, you know, hey, what are you doing? And he's like, well, I've been looking for a way out because, you know, we're fucking stuck. No, he doesn't He doesn't cuss. Hashtag let Pinocchio swear. Um, <laughs> let Pinocchio say fuck. Anyway, um... But yeah, so basically he tells him he's been looking for a way out because so far they don't know how they're going to get out of there. Um, and he takes them to see Geppetto. Geppetto basically, they do, they do the thing where like he's about to tell them how they got there, but like the screen fades out and then comes back in when he's done talking. Because it's like, you've seen Pinocchio, you know what's going on. So, so, yeah, so basically it's just him kind of catching them up. Um, they ask, you know, like, aren't you worried? Doesn't it like just suck to be here? And he's like, no, you know what? We were, I was separated from Pinocchio and we may be in the belly of a whale, but at least we're together now. 
And that at least, that look at least is fine. He says, there's nothing better than being reunited with, reunited with someone you care about. And Sora's like, yeah, you know, I get, I get that. That makes sense to me. Being inside this giant whale is probably fine, then. But they do notice that Pinocchio has vanished, so the gang goes after him. Um, obviously, the next cutscene is when they find him. He, like, explains, you know, like, at first he says he's looking for treasure, and then his nose grows, so he's like, well, okay, yeah, actually, I'm still looking for a way out. But he's fr he's scared to tell Geppetto because he doesn't want Geppetto to worry about him, which is fair. And so Go Goofy explains, you know, if you just if you just tell your dad what's going on and that that's what you're trying to do, he'll support you because he cares about you and he just wants you to be safe and happy and blah, blah, blah. And, and then he says one of my favorite Goofy lines. He goes, put your trust in Goofy. Um, but so, yeah, so he's like, okay, yeah, you know what? I am going to be brave. I'm going to tell uh, my dad the truth and that I want to get out of here and that we need to find a way out. And then he is immediately eaten by the parasite cage. So it's oh, boss like a bad acid trip. <laughs> it's like a bad episode of Spongebob I mean I'm not wrong no you're not is the thing uh, but yeah so there's the uh, the enemy card for it what did that one do da, da, da. I don't want that card it looks scary <laughs> there it is okay the the uh, the parasite cage if you activate that it will cancel out um, another person or the your enemy's enemy card so like Basically, some of the bosses will be able to activate their own enemy cards during the battle, because, obviously. So, if you activate Parasite Cage, it'll shut that off. Which is useful or not useful, just depending on what it is you're trying to cancel out. So, eh. Uh, there we go. But yeah, so after the fight, um, <laughs> Pinocchio is still trapped inside. And he's like, oh my god, you guys, I'm so scared. And they're like, dude, don't worry, don't worry. Be brave and just fight your way out. So, like, he sits there and like thrashes around a little bit and the parasite cage I'm not even kidding he beats the parasite cage so much trying to get out that that's actually what kills it it does the death animation where it like fades out and the little heartless heart flies away <laughs> because Pinocchio punched it so hard from the inside but this does give Pinocchio an idea though um, he realizes hey that heartless let me go when I started fighting so maybe if we can do the same thing with uh, Monstro and make a whole bunch of racket and activity inside, he'll spit us out. So, <laughs> spoiler alert, not even spoiler alert. So actually, it turns out your final boss for this one isn't the in the Parasite Cage. You don't have to fight it twice. The, the last thing you do is you just fight like a whole big wave of Heartless to basically like cause enough of a ruckus inside. <laughs> What it'll be is you've got, like, it's either two or three minutes. I forget which. Um, you've got, like, two or three minutes, and there's a gauge that will fill every time you kill a Heartless, but it will also, like, sort of slowly decrease over time. So you've got to kill enough Heartless fast enough to fill up that gauge. And then basically it'll be like, ha-ha, you put up enough of a fight. Monstro spat them out. And so, obviously, just because of the way everything works, Sword of and Goofy are still here, but um, it does spit out Pinocchio and Geppetto. Yeah, so so that's that's how they get out, which is kind of neat. Um, gotcha. We do get this one like kind of sentimental moment of uh, Jiminy basically sort of pondering if you know maybe Pinocchio's grown up enough that he doesn't need me as his conscience anymore. And they're like, "Oh, don't worry, Jiminy, he'll always need you." And it's like, 
No, I feel like that's sort of the point of Pinocchio, is that eventually he's supposed to sort of develop his own sense of right and wrong and not need Jiminy anymore. I mean, they're still friends, so you'd want him around, but, you know. But anyway. (laughs) Back in Castle Oblivion, uh, outside this floor, Sora is still trying to remember uh, the blonde girl. He kind of just remembers, like, bits and pieces of her. He remembers that she was always uh, drawing instead of, like, playing around. So even when they were on the beach, she would just sit there and draw instead of, like, running around being silly like him him and Riku. He says that he and Riku used to fight over who she would draw next, which is actually really cute to think about. Um, okay, this... I had myself mixed up. This is where he says that she just left suddenly, but that, like, he was too little to really understand, but even though the adults kind of seemed like they knew what was going on. So, at this point, he's still not really sure, just that she was suddenly gone one day. And uh, this is where Gemini points out, he says, you know, guys, it seems like Sora's remembering stuff, but he hasn't really been forgetting anything yet. Maybe forgetting stuff is is the only way to remember the things that are buried really deep down. <laughs> not even kidding. Donald gets jealous of the fact that they're that he and goofy aren't remembering anything yet and he tells goofy come on we gotta forget stuff faster <laughs> like all right <laughs> i'm not sure it works like that but okay <sighs> it's so it's so silly he's he's so weird uh we do get another conversation with larcine and axel uh basically they just say you know everything's going Everything's going according to Keikaku. Translators note, Keikaku means plan. Uh, uh, Larxine says that she wants uh, she wants to take the next turn at testing Sora, and Axel's like, hey, don't break him. And she's like, dude, what do you take me for? She's like, or Axel says, don't forget, Sora is the key. We need him if we're going to take over the organization. And Larxine's like, <laughs> it's... I don't remember them oh, that's being not able foreshadowing to... at all. I know, right? I don't remember them being able to do this in the Game Boy version just because it was sprites and stuff. But in the PlayStation version, she like reaches out and like puts her fingertip right up against his lips, like basically shushing him. <laughs> and she she basically tells him to keep that a secret until the time is right, and then like van, uh, like leaves. Axel watches her go and then is like, "You would have done well to do the same, Larkzine. So basically, like, haha, got you. I got you to admit that that's what you're trying to do. Um, da, 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 da. We do not... No, yeah, we don't go back to Sora and the others. Well, I mean, we do, obviously, game-wise. But the cutscene just ends there. And uh, now it's on to floor six. And you know what floor six is? Say what now? Oh, uh, now we're on to uh, floor number six, which is Halloween Town. And this is another one where I couldn't... Floors? Uh, there are 13 in this castle. Uh, ha, 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 ha. Yeah. Ha. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, but, but yeah, so on to floor number six. This is another one where I couldn't find a good picture of the title card for it. So instead, you get another map with the title card down in the bottom corner. Yeah, this one actually lines up. Yeah, this, it does show this, the sixth floor. What floor did it have for? Okay, yeah. Okay. I thought this Coliseum when I showed you earlier was was uh, using it as the second floor. (laughs) Okay, and now actually kind of an interesting difference between the Game Boy version and the PlayStation version. In the Game Boy version, Sora's clothes don't change, even when he goes to um, Halloween Town and um, Atlantica. 
in the PlayStation version, they don't put him back in fish form for Atlanta. Don't worry. We don't have to deal with that again. He's still his regular boy Sora walking around because ultimately these are just rooms in a building. But in the PlayStation version, they do put everybody back in their Halloween Town forms for Halloween Town, which is kind of funny. Huh. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so they show up. Um, sorry, I almost reread the note about them being in their Halloween Town forms. So I was like, wait a minute. Uh, Donald says that or they notice, you know, everything's all spooky and scary. And Donald's like, don't worry, even real ghosts can't scare us at this point with all the stuff that we've seen. <laughs> to which Jack Skellington, ever the dramatic? I feel like I knew what I was going to say there, but I forgot. <laughs> anyway, um, Jack Skellington, who has been hanging out nearby, hears him says this and says, oh, you want to bet? <laughs> and just, you know that, that fountain that they have, like, in the middle of the town that, like, uh, at the end of This is Halloween, he sort of, like, slowly rises up out of. Yeah. Yeah, he jumps out of that and, like, jump scares Donald. <laughs> and it's... I mean, Donald deserved it. So. Yeah, no, he was asking for it at that point. But it's so funny because his I'm scared reaction is he falls down and, like, grabs his feet for some reason. <laughs> it, just, it looks so cute. I wish I, I should have... If I'd been thinking, I should have gotten a picture of that one. Um, but yeah, so he, he jump scares Donald, um, we, like, immediately fight some Heartless, <coughs> and then come back into the cutscene, and basically they're like, hey, why'd you go and call the Heartless on us? And he's like, dudes, I wish I could get rid of the Heartless. These things want to actually hurt people. I just want to scare people, which is fun. Which, I mean, fair. Right. But, um... But basically, he explains that, like, Dr. Finkelstein has been working on something that might help get rid of the Heartless, so... No, he says there he wants to go ask Dr. Finkelstein to find a way to get rid of the Heartless. That's right, he hasn't been doing anything about him yet. And so Sora, Sora's like, alright, yeah, let's go with him on this one and just kind of see what's up. And Goofy's like, wait, how do we know he's not leading us into a trap? And not even kidding, even though Jack walked off ahead of them, he appears right behind Goofy, and he's like, you're right, I am leading you into a trap, just to scare them all again. I mean, at least he's honest. <laughs> I love him so much! No, he's not, he's just doing it to mess with him. It's so fun. It's just, he's he's a good guy. Jack Skellington, good guy. Uh-huh. I'm looking at my notes, and I'm looking at the time, and I'm thinking we are gonna finish the stuff I took notes on before we run out of time, but fuck it. Yeah, we're probably gonna finish finish that stuff before running out of time. Anyway, not the point. Um, because if you remember, this is the the last world in the original like set of world cards that Axel gave us. So yeah, um, fucking okay. They they go see Doctor Finkelstein and they're like, "Hey, dude, what's up?" And he's like, "Every it's so bad. May, I might be too smart, guys. I've created something terrible." And they're like, "Oh my god, what was it? What did you make that was so bad?" And he says he made a potion to awaken. They're true memories. And Sora's like, true memories? What is that? Please expose it at me, oh great smart guy. And his basic explanation of true memories is this. As we, as time goes on, as we remember things, we don't remember things perfectly exactly as they happened. One, we remember things from our own perspective, which means that we might not be getting like a true version of events even just as we're observing it, because, you know, our own biases and all of that jazz. Uh, two, over time, memories can either fade or become, like, 
amplified to certain degrees, just sort of depending on how much we think about them. So when we do try to remember them, we're probably not remembering them exactly as we originally experienced them, because we're either not remembering them as well, or we're remembering like certain details more vividly than other details, so on and so forth. Um, the basic point of his potion is to awaken true memories, so that we would remember things objectively, exactly as they were, without any of that other stuff to sort of muddy the water, so to speak. But, but, uh, as soon as the doctor even took a smell of the potion once it was completed, boom, Heartless started showing up all over the damn place. It's wild up in here, y'all. Uh, but now the potion's missing, and Finkelstein's like, it was probably Sally. She's always ruining my experiments, and I hate that damn girl. She's so inconvenient, and blah, 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 blah. But, so he goes to Sinderson to find Sally, and it does turn out that he's right. She did steal the potion, because a fucking course she did. Finkelstein took one sniff of the potion, and Heartless started showing up. What the hell would happen if somebody drank it? That's basically what she's worried about. She's like, we should probably just get rid of this thing, right? Which, you know what? Honestly, fair. I'm with Sally. Of course, that would be easy. Yeah, exactly. Uh, we don't actually see Lock, Shock, and Barrel in this one, but Oogie Boogie still finds out about it because of course. And I'm not even kidding. He, like, runs in from off screen and just body slams Sally to steal the potion and run away. Like, it's a it's a very did someone get the number on that prop kind of moment because hot damn. Uh, da, 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 da. Okay, started to get ahead of myself. Oogie uh, Boogie bodies Sally and steals the potion. Okay, there we go. So they catch up with Oogie Boogie and he's like, I mean, dude, the doctor got like a whiff of it and Heartless started showing up. Could you imagine what would happen if I drank the whole thing and how scary that would get? It's going to be awesome. And he drinks it. And do you want to know what happens? Actually, I take it back. He doesn't drink it. He shoves the entire bottle into his mouth. I don't even think he opens it. But when they recover the bottle after the boss fight, like the liquid is gone. So somehow that allowed him to drink it. But do you want to know what happens? Go ahead and tell me. <laughs> instead, of, instead of it summoning a whole bunch of Heartless or making him super powerful or anything like that, he becomes overcome with fear. And he's like, what's going on? Who are all of you people? Get away from me. And that's what starts the boss fight. <laughs> Is that he's just scared and trying to get us away from him. Hang on. Waiting for the picture to load. But but yeah, so I mean, the, the fight okay, itself... Okay, so like, I know... So, like, I know Oogie Boogie is literally, like, a cloth sack filled with bugs. Yeah, his sprite doesn't look very but good. But in this screenshot, though, he looks like he needs to be censored, and the fence is actually censoring him, which makes <laughs> it look even worse. <laughs> it is! It's like, oh my god, he looks so much more grotesque than he needs to. Oh, man, you're not wrong. It, it does look kind of like that. Um, so, basically, though, the, uh, the boss fight here works a, very much like the other one in the first game, just with less space. Um, you've got that fence that's popped up. Uh, every time you break one of his cards, it'll, like, lower by one notch. So you've got to break, I think, like, five of his cards, five or six, for it to get lowered all the way down. Uh, periodically, he'll also toss dice at you, which will eventually explode. Um, 
if you hit one of the dice, that's what will pop out the, the little gimmick card for this boss fight, uh, which will basically just lower the fence all the way and like stun him so that you can run up and it start hitting like him. looks like a turd in the bottom half of the screen. <laughs> it does. Look at the way it cuts its head off. It looks like a freshly laid turd. Venom voice, like a turd in the wind. All right, Venom, settle down. Oh, oh goodness. You're not wrong, though. Um... I actually, um, his, his enemy card, I did, like, always make sure to use, uh, because basically what it will do is, um, it'll be set on, like, a timer, so it's not like you manually activate it. Well, I mean, you activate the card, but you know what I mean. Um, basically, it will heal a small amount of HP ten times before deactivating. Huh. So it's, yeah, it's just auto-heal for a little bit, which is, uh, very good. Uh, this actually is one of the longer, like, post-boss fight cutscenes, because hot damn, this is why I got myself mixed up, was I saw how much there was, and I was like, oh, okay, it's probably around here. Nope, never mind. Um, there are only a few drops of the potion left, and um, so Goofy's like, hey, Sora, how about you drink it and awaken your true memories? And Sora's like, no, I promised that Axel dude that I'd figure everything out for myself, so that's what I'm gonna do. I'm not gonna rely on the potion to, like, cheat my way to remembering everything. And I feel like, I always feel like I remember people commenting on that, but I don't think they actually do, or at least I didn't write anything down about it, so whatever. Uh, Finkelstein is wondering, you know, like, what happened? Why did why did everything turn out the way that it did? You know, seeming like it went wrong. Sally's like, maybe your experiment failed. And Finkelstein, who is, if you as you will recall, convinced that he can never be wrong. Uh, says, no, it's impossible. My experiment did not fail. He, Oogie Boogie must have awakened his true memories. Whatever that means. Gay. And, <laughs> and so basically he said, he, he concludes that uh, you're, you're awakening your true memories uh, must destabilize the heart and cause unpredictable changes within, which really just feels like I don't know, but with extra steps. Um, and so, so basically he's like, you know, anything could happen whenever anybody drinks it. And so Sora's like, well, shit, man, if awakening your, your true memories did that to Oogie Boogie, what's going to happen when my true memories awaken? And, uh, Jack asks if, um, asks Sora, rather, if Finkelstein's theory scares him. And Sora's like, I mean, yeah, kind of. And to which Jack says, good, fear and doubt are signs of a strong heart. They push your heart, strike your yeah, they push you. your heart. Strike out in new directions. Take chances. Without them, your zest for life might fade, as would your taste for fear. And believe me, that would really ruin my fun. <laughs> so ultimately, he's got a point. Basically, like, there's no joy or purpose to life without also being scared of stuff sometimes. So as long as you can still know that you are you can be scared of stuff, I guess that means everything's okay. I guess is sort of what he was saying. I don't know. I guess. Eh. Um, back in Castle Oblivion, <laughs> Larxene's here. And, uh, let me see, this time I actually did go ahead and, uh, find you a picture of, like, her actual, like, character model in the PlayStation version, so I'll go ahead and pop that in. Oh, total Hot Topic vibes. I mean, yeah. Well, I actually, no, I literally <laughs> had a trench coat from Hot Topic. I used it in an art project that did that. It zipped down to my knees, and then it opened up. Yep. 
and I love the finger knives, but oh my god, I hate the hairstyle. Oh no, 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 no. Those aren't like fingertip knives. She like her weapon is a bunch of like throwing knives, so she'll like hold them between her fingers and then just flop. And I mean totally badass, just oh my yeah. god, you've got freaking praying mantis hair. Please I know, that. her hair antennas are so weird. But I mean I'm not it's gonna be the, the hair one to say you've got a whole look right there. <laughs> I mean, I'm not gonna be the one to say that to her face. She kicked my ass. <laughs> I'll say it. Fix the damn hair, bitch. Fair. Um be a little shit bitch like Riku. <laughs> uh, okay, yeah, there we go. Um, Larxene comes up being just the baddest bitch ever. Uh, basically tells Sora, I bet it's nice to peel away all the worthless memories and awaken the true memories that lie deep in your heart. I know what she looks like. She's like the first two Harry Potter movies, Draco Malfoy. (laughs) (laughs) Is, but with the slick back hair, she is the... Freaking Sorcerer Stone and Chamber of Secrets Malfoy. <laughs> oh, 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 goodness. Okay, I'm all right. Larxene Malfoy. Got it. Okay. Is she going to tell her father about this? No. <sighs> Are you sure? I don't know. She never says that, at least. Um. <laughs> oh, geez. Okay, I'm all right. I like okay. those boots. I like her boots. That's fair. What was I doing? Right, okay, yeah, yeah. She's, anyway, back so to she's, she's taunting about, you know, how it must be so great to, you know, just get rid of all the worthless crap and remember, like, your tr- your important true memories that are, like, buried deep down. And so I was like, buh. And she goes, although, it seems that you're still forgetting something, or you're still forgetting the most important thing here. When that poor girl hears that you've forgotten her name, why, it'll just, it'll break her heart. She's so mean. Uh, but basically, so Sora's like, wait, you know about her? You know her? And she's like, yeah, the bad guys are holding her captive in the castle. And Sora, since you're the big, strong hero, that means you've got to go save her, right? And then I'm not even kidding. Without hesitating, without missing a beat. Um, you remember how I, I described our mysterious stranger dude at the beginning as kind of like running towards Sora and phasing through him? Kind of. Picture that, but instead of being able to phase through someone, she just kicks the absolute shit out of him. <laughs> like, she's... Not literally, come on now. She sends Sora flying across the room to the point that, like, he just lands sprawled out on the floor, and we see um, this little keychain that... So wait, nothing got, like, Princess Leia-looking buns? What? Oh, no, that's just... With the angle on her sprite, how the little hair antenna. I know, in the picture, though, it looks like she's got freaking Princess Leia buns. No, that's just how... They're still the... <coughs> excuse me. They're still the antennas. That's just kind of how they end up looking. Sora looks like he had one too many four locos. Sora fucking died in this cutscene, dude. <laughs> but he... As he's falling, he drops this keychain that has a little star on it, and he's sitting there looking at it, like, dazed and half-dying, like, what is that? Is that mine? What's going on? And the fuck? You go through the previous game all over again, you dumb bitch. <laughs> uh, Larxene basically is like, "What? How could you have forgotten?" No, 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 no. You can't possibly have forgotten. The memory must be buried somewhere deep in your heart. You just you, sorry. You gotta try harder could. to remember. Do what? I said. Apparently, he possibly could. <laughs> um. So Sora like. Finally starts to remember. He's like, nah, 
Name Namine. He remembers her, the blonde girl's name. I'm gonna go ahead and post just her name in the chat just to kind of show you how it's spelled. There we go. <laughs> Namine. Okay. Yeah. Um, so he, he remember he remembers Namine. She's the one that gave him that uh, that good luck charm. To which I wrote down Larkine. I wrote down what she says. Yes, she's the one that gave you that tacky little good luck charm. Not that you even bothered to remember. No surprise, seeing as you er, seeing as you also couldn't remember her name. Talk about heartless. I can't believe you. It would serve you right if I decided to smash this piece of junk. To which uh, there's her from the PlayStation version to kind of get a better look at the, uh, the keychain. She looks like she's flipping off the screen. She does a little bit. <laughs> I mean, she's holding it by her middle finger on purpose, I assure you. Uh, but, uh, like, as she's Wait about to... my father sees this piece of shit. I know, right? As she's about to break it, Sora, like... Finally finds the strength to stand up, and guess what? It's boss fight time. We're fighting Larkseen. I didn't. I forgot to get a picture of the boss fight, but you've seen her sprite. You can picture it now. Um, <laughs> uh, when you beat her, you get. You finally get the thunder spell. So now you've got your three basic fire, uh, fire blizzard, and thunder cards that you can start mixing and matching however you want to do. Playing the card basically works pretty much the same as it did in Kingdom Hearts One. Although, if you stack a bunch of them and get er, to make uh, Thundaga, in the Game Boy game, it would fill basically the entire screen with lightning because of how small the fighting area was. It was so good. But anyway. <laughs> but yeah, so they, they fight. Um, Sora wins, obviously. Uh, she As she leaves, she's like, you really are a hero. A heartless hero. And Sora's like, hey, don't say something like that. And she's like, what, does it hurt because it's the truth? You are just a baby. <laughs> and she and like, so she, she pieces out, gives him, like, how many more cards? Hang on a sec for me. Anyway, she gives him uh, the cards for um, Atlantica, Neverland, Hollow Bastion, and Hundred Acre Wood. That's four. Wait. Yeah, four. Okay, couldn't count for a second. <sighs> Jeez. Um, but yeah, and so she just, she dips. And Sora is, dude, Sora's fucking pissed. He does not even wait for Donald and Goofy to catch up. He runs ahead to the next floor because he is so mad that it was someone as mean as Larkseen that finally remembered that finally made him remember Namine's name. But we don't get to dwell on that. We switch back over to a cutscene, or not? We switch back over to uh, Axel and Larkseen talking. Larkseen like kind of comes in, just sort of shaking herself off, like, "Oh man, throwing that fight really took it out of me." And Axel's like, dude, it looked to me like you just straight up lost. And I'm not even kidding. She's about to start yelling at him about the nuances of her performance when we get a new guy. A new person shows up. Nice. Yeah. His name is Vexen. He's a scientist. What the fuck is going on with his eyes? <laughs> what is with his face? <laughs> oh. He's like the person our parents to stay away from on the street. <laughs> right? Oh, What's wrong with his face? <laughs> I promise he looks better as a sprite, but I don't have... I don't believe you. <laughs> I'll show you pictures of his sprite later on because we're going to see him more times in the game. Obviously, he's not just in this one conversation. Um, oh, I can't geez. get over his face. It's <laughs> 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 <That's> wrong. <laughs> Okay, what was, where was I? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Vexen comes in and he calls Larxene a shame to the organization because Sora beat her in a fight. And Larxene... What kind of experiments does he do? <laughs> what kind of experiments doesn't he do? He totally drives around with a windowless van telling kids he's got candy in it. <laughs> it's for science. It's okay. Uh, but basically, he does say that he wants to try an experiment to test Sora's potential because clearly, as much as Axel and Larxene are focusing on him, there must be something to him, but he's not quite convinced yet, you know? And <laughs> to, which, er, to which Axel is like, Hey, wait a minute. Okay, I see what your I see what your game is. This is just an excuse for you to test out your latest valet. And Larkin's like, what it is is a toy. And he's like, this is where he says the thing in the in the screenshot. He's like, I'm a scientist. Experiments are what I do. Yes. Oh man, actually, hang on, pause. I gotta look up who it was that voices him because he's done a bunch of stuff, and you'll recognize his voice immediately when you watch. Uh, the Let's Play after this, but hang on, let me, let me see if I can find it. Okay, Derek Stephen Prince. Hang on. Are you sending a link, or? No, I'm just looking him up. Oh, okay. Hang on. Okay, um, <laughs> that's right. Whenever you get far enough into, um, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, uh, that you make it to Iggy, the dog, so I in part I have part to go three. back and start watching that again. Yes, you do. Um, the dog in I part three. I keep getting three. sidetracked. He, anyway, he voices, in part three, he voices the dog for, like, two episodes. Because there's one fight arc that's from the dog's perspective, so in that one they stop having him make dog noises and, like, actually have him, like, quote-unquote talking, but it's, like, thinking inside his head, basically. Although, actually, I think he might voice Nicky for all of part three, which is also very good. Um, let me see, he was, did you ever watch Bleach? Yes, I love Bleach. Okay, he was Uryu. Oh! He's really good at like the total deadpan delivery. Yeah, exactly. Um, that, 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 he's been he's been in, he's done some stuff in Power Rangers. I thought I remembered him being in some Western cartoons also. I mean, the minute you said Uru from Bleach, I'm like, okay, yeah, I can hear him. Yeah, it's like oh, he's basically doing Uru voice, but like shitty. Like if if if, if Uru was just a shitty guy, <laughs> which I know that helps so much, I'm sure. So basically, he's voicing a dick. Yeah. Oh, he was Rare Hunter number two in Yu-Gi-Oh. Uh, he was I thought I, remembered, I thought I remembered him. No, okay, that's where I'm getting myself mixed up. I thought he, I remembered him also being the person who voices Zim in Invader Zim, but no, they're two different people. Anyway, not the point. Um, <laughs> so uh, basically, Axel and Larxene agree they're going to let um, Vexen do his experiment to uh, <laughs> to test Sora, and um, Axel basically hands him a card that we see a very brief, uh, brief glimpse of. It's got the image for Disney Islands on it. You came all this way, you're gonna need... <laughs> yeah. It's dangerous to go alone, take this. I mean, honestly, same energy. But, as the screen fades out on that cutscene, we do briefly see a very familiar pair of boots. Is it shit, bitch? <laughs> okay i saved a picture of his full body just in case you didn't remember so yeah i'll go ahead and post <laughs> oh my lord what the fuck is he wearing oh you don't remember that from the first game 
No. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Whenever he was, like, toward the end of the game, when he was, like, fully possessed by Ansem, this was the I remember the Keyblade, because that's... I remember the Keyblade, that's one of the ones that I want as a keychain. Yeah. This was, like, the outfit that he was wearing around that time, too. Bitch. <laughs> oh, goodness. Okay. Um, the, ne- the next floor, floor number seven, um, Sarah Lou, who decided to do 100 Acre Wood, which... Sure, fine, whatevs. Uh, let me check time real quick. Okay, cool, we got 30 minutes. Yeah. Uh, could not... Yeah, we're gonna have enough time, don't worry. Oh, uh, who has a goiter? <laughs> I could not find a picture of the title card, but oh well. So instead, here's what Pooh's sprite looks like. He has a goiter. <laughs> this one, very much like the first game. In fact, I think it's in the PlayStation version. So it's kind of like a hub, like, kind of like a hub world, like a break world no it is a break world you're just doing mini games um just going from one room to the next just mini game mini game mini game um the presentation was slightly different in the game boy version because it was just one long like thing that you were walking across and then stuff would happen but i don't remember it well enough to really say uh but basically after each mini game you get a new card or a new slide so it's cool i guess whatever um, you, the first one, it doesn't even set it up as a minigame. It's just, you see Piglet hiding behind some bushes, and whenever you walk over, he'll run over to another bush, so you've got to, like, walk around the bushes, right, to find him. Uh, the next, the first one that's actually a minigame, you're helping Rabbit sort some vegetables. Uh, there are, like, three of these that revolve around helping Pooh eat honey. Holy shit. Uh, one of them is just the... Just the balloon one from the uh, beginning, from the first game, you're using balloons to uh, to get honey, and you end up finding Owl at the top of the tree. And this is the, the only one where anyone says anything important. Uh, Owl says, or basically, uh, Sora's like, hey, you could have used those balloons to just float up really high and look for your friends. And Owl's like, ah, but once you got, once you found them, then what? You'd be floating, you'd be stuck floating up high in the sky, and you wouldn't be able to get to them. He says, I'd rather have to keep looking for my friends than to find them and not be able to reach them, which is honestly fair. Uh, but anyway, you bounce on trees, on tree stumps with Tigger again. Um, you fly through the air and collect honey to find Rue. The one where you find Eeyore makes me so fucking sad. You fight a bunch of bees so that Pooh can eat honey or whatever. And like in the ending cutscene for that, um, they end up knocking Eeyore's tail down so that he can get to it, and Eeyore thanks them. And both Pooh Bear and Sora say, oh, we didn't mean to do that. It, it was just an accident while we were eating honey. And I'm not even kidding. Eeyore's like, oh, that's okay. No one would ever help me on purpose. I understand. And it's like, ah! Why do you guys tell him this? <laughs> Why you do this? They make me so sad for the boy. For the donkey. Um, they get to the end, and Pooh says that he's still hungry, but he offers to help Sora look for his friends, too. And at this point, I'm just wondering if Pooh should get looked, should get checked for a tapeworm. Because, holy shit, dude. Anyway, the only thing significant that we get out of all of that is you get Bambi's card, which, I mean, summon-wise, he does the same thing as in the first game. Like, he'll... Actually, no, I take that back. Because you don't have a magic gauge in this one. I think you might, like, jump around and smack into enemies or something like that. I don't remember anymore. Um, but no, this is not the point. Um, oh, actually, you do get an attack 
slight out of this that I ended up really liking, especially in the PlayStation version, uh, called Firaga Burst, which basically, um, it's, it's, yeah, you have to stack two fires and a gravity to activate it, but basically Sora will hold his keyblade up and, like, a big fucking fireball will appear and just start shooting smaller fireballs all over the place. It's real neat, and I don't remember if it was in the Game Boy version or not, but that's not the point. <sighs> anyway, so that that world takes like 10 minutes. Um, we get back to Castle Oblivion, and Riku's here. He's at the end of the hallway, and Sora's like, yo, Riku, what's up? Or no, actually, he's like, Riku, what are you doing here? Because, what are you yeah, doing just... here? <laughs> my first note says that Kat is still going to be mean to my son. Bitch. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> uh, anyway, Riku's like, not happy to see me? Let me know if I'm, if I'm getting in the way, you know, of something that's more important. God, so dramatic. <laughs> to which Sora's like, buh. And uh, he said he tells Sora that he bet Sora forgot all about him and that Sora only cares about finding Namine. He says, you don't care about me, just like you never cared at all about her feelings. To which Sora's like, buh. And basically, he says Naminé doesn't doesn't even want to see Sora, and like he doesn't come out and say it, but he implies that Sora might be at least partly responsible for Naminé leaving back when they were on the islands. And Sora's like, "Dude, what fucking happened? Please tell me because I have no idea." And he's like, "No, just search your heart and you'll figure it out." Something like that. I don't remember exactly what it is that he says. Um, but basically, I got he does words to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bitch. Mean. Um, basically, he tells Sora, I'll take care of Domine. You just get the hell out of here and don't even worry about it. Uh, and then he also says that he's sick of Sora too. Uh, they fight. Sora wins. Uh, you don't You don't get a Riku enemy card, which means you're going to fight him again later on. That's how you can tell you're done fighting a boss, is when you finally get their enemy card. Because <laughs> of course we do. Yeah. Um, we do get our first arrow spell card. Which this this game is when I started to really like arrow because um, instead of making a shield around you in the first game, which I do also really like, but hadn't really started using as much until I played uh, Chain of Memories, instead what it'll do is just a burst of air that like damages all the like all the enemies around you, and you can stack them to make like more and more air. There's um, I forget exactly the combination, but there's a slide that you can do. Involving a combination of arrow cards. I think it's it might be an arrow of fire and a gravity. But basically it makes like these three pillars of fire that will like rotate around you. And you can just hover around and like slam them into people. It's real neat. Kinky. You don't get you don't get that till like way later in the game though. So I mean you don't I might I'll probably huh. end up mentioning it later on. Not the point. Uh, Riku leaves after the fight, because obviously he does. And Sora's all sad. He's like, why my friend was fighting me and being all mean? To which uh, Jiminy reminds him, you know, it, we're in Castle Oblivion. It makes you forget stuff. Kind of seemed like Ansem might have been controlling him again. So you know what? He's probably just been here so long somehow that he forgot you guys are friends. And Sora's like, you know what? That's got to be it. The next time I find him, I'm going to fight him real good and make him remember. <laughs> and that's where that cutscene ends. And thus, that's also where my notes end. Uh, we will pick up next time at floor number eight, which I, I didn't look ahead, so I don't know which world that's going to be. But it'll be one of the three. Um, it'll either be Neverland, um, 
Holobaston, or Atlantica. I kind of hope that the next... I mean, we'll end up touching on all three next episode. Um, Atlantica, I do have another glitch to tell you about in the original PlayStation 2 version. I think I'm pretty sure they fixed it on the PS3 version, but yeah. So that is uh, the end of everything I took notes on for tonight. So heading over into the Mickey's Mailbag channel on Discord, scrolling past us fighting, or more just you being mean to me. <laughs> Even everybody's mean to you. Eh. Um, this one isn't necessarily, I feel like, meant as like one of the regular questions for us to answer, but fuck it, I'm still going to answer it because I had to watch all of these things. I mean, you're going to watch them questions. too. Uh, Casey's first question, is it just me, or do all of the Re-Chain of Memories, 100 Acre Woods minigames just suck ass all around? You haven't watched it yet, so you don't know, but yes, oh my, like, not that the ones in Kingdom Hearts 1 were, like, great, but they do get better for Kingdom Hearts 2 and 3, I feel like, um, but yeah, they suck so much here, even compared to Kingdom Hearts 1, which is really fucking saying something. But anyway, uh, next up is Flutterdark. Okay, this one is actually kind of an interesting question. Uh, you are Sora. You suddenly remember someone you haven't seen in years and hear that they're in danger. What do you do? I mean, yeah, I didn't remember you up until then, so clearly you weren't that important. <laughs> I'm just saying. So you're... <laughs> Think or swim, bitch. So your answer is just leave them? Yep. <laughs> I mean, I'd probably try to save them, but depending on what the danger level is, I mean, I got other stuff going on. I got kids. Good luck. <laughs> Have fun with that. Yeah. Uh, God. Uh, Flutterdark's second question. Also, who do you think is currently the smartest character in the series? I think he mainly means this for you since I've like played the whole series and I already know. Not, not that I say no. Not that that's, like, a plot point or something, but, like, I'm able to base my answer on, like, stuff that hasn't happened yet. I'm gonna so, say Goofy. Okay, honestly, from having played the entire series, I genuinely, this is, like, a running theme that I have, is I genuinely think that Goofy is Loki, the smartest one, at the very least, in the main group, but might be one of the smartest ones in the series. We will get to see more and more of it, especially in Kingdom Hearts 2, and still someone in 3, and so on and so forth. But, yeah, just keep an eye on that. Goofy is, like, smarter than him being Goofy would have you think that he is. Which hmm. is not to say that he's, like, hiding or anything. I just, I think he's smarter right. than people give him credit for. And, finally, this one is a cat question only, and I want you to actually answer it instead of being mean again. What's the deal with Riku right now? Shit, bitch. Ah! He's a fucking little turncoat, and I don't like him. <laughs> okay, so you think he's just switched sides again? That's what I'm thinking as of right now, yes. Okay. Well. So see, there is actual reasoning behind me calling him a shit bitch. <laughs> well, that was floor 7 of 13, so we've got basically half of the game left. <laughs> you're so mean to my son. Uh, well, your son needs to quit being a bitch. Okay, there was one last question in here. Um, uh, Casey got this one in. Casey. Yeah, yeah, Casey got this, this one in, like, right, uh, right under the wire. What weird, pointless, memory-related plot would uh, Tarzan have if the castle had an extra floor and the rights to use Edgar Rice Burroughs' Tarzan? I would say find the most random one of the book series. I still vote the Tarzan twins. I mean, fair. Um, 
going But it just... would be like actual duplicates of Tarzan, so you would all of a sudden be surrounded by Tarzan clones. Right? Oh my goodness. Uh, going just off of the movie, I would say maybe something involving like the slides that they showed him um, to like teach him about human society and whatever. Or like something Ooh. exploring like the treehouse maybe. And like him. No, I think the slides, the slides would be cool though. Cause like, say like they could throw a card or a slide at you and you would all of a sudden be transported into that little scene. Yeah. Or That'd just, be cool. or even just like, just have it like they're gathering the slides up to try and like show Tarzan. Honestly, that's basically what happened in the game too. That'd be cool. But so yeah, I figure maybe something like that or like exploring the treehouse to like help him remember like the bits of his parents that he can still remember. And I don't mean the bits as in what was left after Sabor got done with it. <laughs> I mean the bits as in like memory fragments. But say please not like literal bits. No, not yeah. not the literal bits. <laughs> Oh, that geez, would be cool, okay. though. All right. Um, so, yeah, that does it for tonight. We did not get the full hour and a half. Hot diggity. Um, yeah, we finished with, we got 18 minutes to spare. So, hey, we wrapped it up pretty quick. There we go. Um, uh, next time, I might end up just watching the whole rest of it and ju just so that I don't run out again. So, we'll see what happens. Um, yeah, we'll roll with it. Yeah. We're not doing another Jumbo Spicy episode, though. Holy shit, I'm not doing that again. I mean, at least not till the ending. Well, honestly, this might pace itself out. We've got, like, six floors left. We might be able to just do three and three, or, like, four and two or something, just sort of depending, because the last couple worlds Wait, do Wait, we really have... only have that many left? Yeah, there are 13 floors in Castle Oblivion, and we're on... We just finished wow. floor seven. So, I mean, granted... Yeah. Toward the end, we start getting, like, denser Castle Oblivion cutscenes, obviously. But, yeah. I mean, we'll take it as we get to it. So, yeah, that's it for uh, for this week. Uh, tune in next week when, at the very least, I'm sure we'll be able to talk about all three. Um, Atlantica, Neverland, and Hollow Bastion. And we'll see how far we get past that. Um, obviously, you've already seen we're going to do Destiny Islands toward the end also. Uh, so, but... I'm sure you can do the math. That still leaves two extra floors for you to puzzle over what could those be. Neither of them is Tarzan. I'm going to just tell you that right now. We didn't see. <laughs> I haven't been, like, lying to you and, oh, we actually didn't get Tarzan. Tarzan is not in this game. So, yeah, I'll leave you to ponder what those other two floors could be. Um, I mean, Tarzan's not going to be in the rest of the games because, like, we went over during the last podcast episode, Disney lost the rights. That's true. We did. Um, they only so, have the rights to the animated version, which is why it was in the first game, but not in any of the other Kingdom Hearts. Yep. Uh, so, okay, yeah. So we'll go ahead and do plugs. I'll plug Nero first since they're not here. Uh, just one sec. <laughs> <laughs> what was that about? I'm sorry. I know we plug Nero, but just uh, I'm going to plug Nero because they're not here. Stop that. Yeah. Stop. Yeah. Stop it. <laughs> Bad. God. <laughs> You said it, not me. Jeez. Alright. Anyway, uh, yeah, you can you find for this, I love you. You can find Nero on Twitter at Dragon Smoocher. Um, they also have uh, a, a She-Ra podcast called The Podcast of Power, which is on Twitter at Podcast of Power. Um, I have got my own Twitter for uh, where I just post dad jokes every day. That's at dad underscore tastic. 
I then also have my regular Twitter, uh, at Marshmallow. It's spelled like Marshmallow, but my name is in it. And then Kat, your turn. And you can find me lurking around Discord under Zura, and also on Kingdom Hearts Off Weeks, of course. I am with Steven and Nero doing Disney Minus, where God knows why we're watching every Disney movie ever made. <laughs> Gonna be a while. Gonna be a while. Like, we will... Right, we will probably... Not even We're going to train Grayson to take over the podcast from us. Right. We will. Grayson and Mia will be doing this for us when we're like dead. You and I will finish talking about Kingdom Hearts and we will still have an ass ton of Disney movies left. No. Oh, we not even, even that. Like, we'll have we've, a, barely t- we've barely scratched the surface of Disney movies. We'll have a metric ass ton of Disney movies left, which is slightly more than an American ass yeah. ton. Because we're not doing just the theatrical releases. We're doing like the DVD or direct to video and DVD sequels. Yeah, we're, God uh, we're, help us. We're doing DCOMs. We're doing those. I've got the Studio Ghibli movies on the list. We can figure that out as we go since they're not actually on Disney+. Well, Plus. Also, um, did we decide that we're doing Star Wars and Marvel as well? Exactly. We're doing Star Wars. We're doing Marvel. We're doing Muppets. Yeah, we're not running out of material anytime soon. Yeah. I went ahead and added Wizard of Oz to the list because Disney had Oz the Great and Powerful, so I was like, might as really? well have regular Wizard of Oz. Wait, did you never see Oz the Great and Powerful? I did not. Oh, it was all right. Uh, yeah. Who was we'll in that We'll get to it again? when we get to it. That's right. James Franco was in that. When we get to Studio Ghibli, I might have to bring in, if I can, if I can get a hold of her, I might have to bring in my sister as a guest host on one of those. I'm cool with that. Whatevs. Because she and I love that shit. I mean, if you ever want to bring her in for, like, one of these episodes, since you said she's played them. <laughs> that would be fun, bringing her or Sam in. I just have to get, I have to actually get her on the damn phone, but. This is also true. Um, so, yeah, anyway, uh, y'all have fun. Um, know when to hold them, know when to fold them, and know when to walk away. And who's a shit bitch. Me! Me!